0: You're listening to Bought and Beloved.
1: Hello, 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 ladies and gents. As always, it's your girl, Kirby Kelly, back at it again uh, with another episode of the Bought and Beloved podcast. And this week, I have a guest with me, uh, and I'm super excited to introduce her here in a moment. Um, But before we do, I just want to thank each and every single one of you who is tuning in today. Uh, Whether you are a loyal listener who is subscribed and tuning in every Wednesday when the episodes go live, or if you are just now tuning in for the first time, whether you looked up the podcast topic that we're talking about today with freedom from sin, um, or whether you're here because of my guest. I'm so glad that you are tuning in. I hope and I pray and I believe that the Lord is going to encourage you with this topic because it's relevant. It's real. The struggle is real. Um, but so is the hope of Christ and the strength that he gives us amidst the temptations that we face and go through. Um, and can find victory in as well. So without further ado, let me start off by introducing my friend who's joining me. Her name is Hannah Williamson. Um, Hannah, how about you just let everybody know who you are, what you do, a little bit about you.
2: Yes, first of all, thank you, Kirby, so much for having me on today. I am super excited. I love what you're doing, and I'm just so thankful you are a great friend of my life. And yeah, I just always love just seeing what you're doing online online. But I'm so pumped to be on here today. I am a revivalist YouTuber, is what I call myself from Southern Ohio. And, you know, I'll travel the country and preach. And I'm just really passionate to see this generation get back to biblical truth and just be walking in the Holy Spirit in freedom. And I just want to see the captives set free. So I am just so thankful for what the Lord has me doing. And I just love discipling people, discipling people one-on-one and doing online Bible studies and even in person. So yeah, that's a little bit about what I do, but I am actually 22 years old and just following what the Lord has me doing right now.
1: That's awesome. It's so on brand what, like who you are and what you do and what we're talking about. But a little backstory, Hannah and I actually met through this one organization called How to Life. Um, I'm sure many of y'all know about them just because I've had Jordan on the podcast and I've teamed up with How to Life forever. Um, But myself, uh, my friends, Nick and Chelsea Hurst and uh, Jordan Whitmer, we were putting on a conference in, Oh my gosh, that was in 2020. We're already in 2022. What the <laughs> heck? And we put together this like online Gen Z conference. Um, and Jordan was like, wait, you need to reach out to this Hannah girl, she follows you. And I was like, Oh my gosh, and I like saw your content and I was like, wait, th- she's dope. Um, <laughs> and then she ended up being a part of the conference, and she's been a part of all kinds of ministry stuff with with me, with how to life, and I mean you you've just been taking off. I feel like whenever I go on TikTok, I see. Videos of you just like preaching the gospel like so fearlessly and being like, hey, no, like we're (laughs) calling this out in truth and love, but in truth as well. And it's just, it's so encouraging to see like other young people and women as well, just being bold, being bold in their faith. So kudos to you. I love you, friend. And I'm so happy that you're here today.
2: Oh, thank you so much, Kirby. You're so yeah. sweet.
1: Oh, <laughs> thank you. Well, so like I said, everybody, we are going to be talking about freedom from sin. Uh, this is really relevant, as I stated when I introed in the podcast, because everybody has dealt with sin. Yeah. And if you say that you haven't, then you're a liar and you're sinning. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we all, we all struggle. Um, yes, we do. And, and for some of us, it, it might be with you know, quote unquote, little sins or what we might think of as little sins. I, I think we put sin in a lot of different camps and I know that there's different degrees to sin, but at the end of the day, all of us need freedom. All of us need freedom from the things that we're struggling with, whether it's sexual immorality, whether it's gossiping, whether it's anger, whether it's bitterness. I mean, there there's a there is a countless sea of sins um, that many of us need to work through and find freedom in, and. You know, I have, I have some non-believers who tune into the podcast, so I believe this is applicable to you, but I also really want to speak to the heart of the Christian out there who maybe you've been walking with God faithfully for a few weeks or a few months or a few years or a decade or so, and maybe you've really fallen into sin or you have began to struggle in an area that you have never expected to struggle in before. And you are discouraged, you don't know what to do, you feel so ashamed and even condemned, maybe by God. Like you can't find forgiveness or freedom. And to that, I just want to say we're calling out that lie. Um, that we are going through an ongoing process of sanctification. Yeah, we're we're quote unquote struggling um every single day to with wrestling with the sins that and the temptations that you know, show their face at us. But um, honestly, the hope is that this is not just a struggle that we go through, but it's a process of sanctification, of becoming more like Christ as we, as we notice the things in our life that don't look like Jesus, our inclinations, our flesh, the temptations. Um, and we get to partner with Jesus today and forever yeah. um, to chip away at those things and find freedom. So, um, Hannah, is there anything that you want to add to that?
2: Yeah, so I just think about like the whole freedom from sin topic. And this has been something I'm super passionate about because, as you know, Kirby, I preach online a lot about holiness and just living in your life in holiness unto the Lord and just being set apart. And there is such a freedom in doing that. And, you know, I think about how, like, we are no longer bound to sin through our faith in Jesus. And oh my goodness, it just gets me so excited because we are no longer just living on the defense and like we're so bound to sin and like we have to walk in sin every day. But Jesus has not given us that freedom to sin. He has given us freedom from sin, which is so exciting. And Jesus said, be holy for I am holy. So I'm just super pumped to continue to talk about this and just to continue and to encourage you guys through this podcast on how you can be free from sin.
1: Amen. I'm so excited. So um, I guess the first thing that I want us to talk about is, okay, when it comes to freedom from sin, you know, what are some essential things that we need to know and to implement in our lives as we begin to walk in freedom? Um, I can start by answering that question briefly of just things that I think we need to know, like really need to know if we are taking it seriously of I am struggling with this and I want freedom from this. We need to recognize who God is and we need to recognize who our enemy is. Cause if we can have understanding and perspective about those two um, people or persons or whatever you want to say, cause I know God is three in one. Um, but, but God and the enemy, if we understand the truth about, about their motives, about who they are in relation to us in, in how they are in relation to one another, um, I think that will really encourage us in walking in freedom because yeah. if we truly believe just as John ten ten says that the enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy. And that is his motive. Every time we cross paths with him um, and we understand again, in the latter end of that verse, that Christ has come to give us life and life abundantly. I think that shifts our, our ho- our heart posture um, and our perspective and and our behavior and actions in how yeah. we go about facing temptation, because there's, there's two ways that we can go with temptation. It's, it's either to you know hold fast to the truth and to deny temptation, or it's to give into temptation. And we reap the bent, not the benefits, but we reap the repercussions of those things um, of giving into sin. And that's often shame, um, mm-hmm. self-condemnation, condemnation if we're not saved, I mean, sin separates us from God, but, it really is this, this grueling path of of pity and desperation when we give into it, yet we so often find ourselves continuously giving into its lies. And so I think we need to roll it back to two essentials that we need to know is who our enemy is and who God is. Um, is
2: there anything that you want to speak into that, Hannah? Yeah, with well, just who our enemy and who's, who our God is, I just think about how like the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. That's what the scripture says. And God has given us this guidebook to life. I'm pointing to my Bible right now. You can't see, I know, (laughs) but God has given us this guidebook to life. And he has told us, you know, don't do these things for a reason. It's not to just like, you know, make your life be like not fun. And just, you have to, you know, just be a Debbie Downer all the time and just not have fun, whatever. But He has given us this for a reason. And just like Kirby was talking about, like sin doesn't, in the end, you know, it's fun in the the moment, but in the end it leads to shame. It leads to death. Like it doesn't lead us to good things that the Lord has for us. And the enemy wants to do everything that he can to try to deceive you, to try to pull you away from God, to make you feel shame. And I think about how as believers, we are no longer on the defense when it comes to the enemy. We're on the offense. In Colossians chapter one, verses 13 through 14, it says he has delivered us, meaning Jesus. So Jesus has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. So that is just so awesome in relation to the enemy that he has literally delivered us from the domain of darkness, from the kingdom of darkness. And we're no longer bound to that. We're no longer bound to the enemy. The Bible actually says that the Lord always provides a way out when it comes to temptation. So we're no longer living on that defense. Come on, somebody. God is good. Amen. And and that's so good to know too because it's like when we're in those moments
1: of temptation, when we're in those moments where we're faced with a decision, it's like we can call upon the name of Jesus. We can pause and take a step back and and ask for his help, for his strength because we're weak. Like the flesh is weak and there's um a scripture that says that. It's let me pull it up. I have all my verses here in front of me. Um Okay, I can't find it. But it talks about in scripture how, hey, the the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Um, And we have to be honest with ourselves about that, about how there are areas in our lives where it is really hard to say no. It is really hard to put our foot down sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, And I kind of want to talk about that here for a minute, uh, about kind of just walking in in victory. Uh, oh, here it is. It's Galatians five sixteen. But I say walk in the spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Um, and then in Matthew twenty six forty one, it says, "Watch and pray, so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak." And I think those are two things that go hand in hand. Um, the first one being the warning of Matthew twenty six forty one. We need to be watchful and prayerful so that we will not fall into temptation we need to be alert we need to uh like you said be on our offense by by praying by building ourselves up by calling upon the lord to be our strength um mm-hmm. because even though we are willing even though we want to do what is right we want to do what is good and i know paul talks about this of just i want to do good things but oh my gosh, like I am such a wretched human being that I continue to fall back on these things because I'm weak. Our flesh is weak. We need to humbly admit that we can't do it alone. We need the power of the Holy Spirit and for God to empower us to stand firm on truth with true conviction. Like it's not just enough that, well, the Bible says to do this, so do this, or the Bible says don't do that, so don't do that. But we actually need to have that conviction of understanding oh my goodness. God's way for me is, is the best way. If I had my best interest in mind, I would be obedient to Christ. I would listen to what he has to say. I would abide by the boundary lines he has given me in scripture because boundaries are meant to protect us. These commands are meant to protect us. Um, So not only do we need to be aware and alert of the enemy who is lurking in our own weakness, but like I read with Galatians 5.16, we need to walk by the spirit because it says when you walk by the spirit, you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Um, And I think what that means is when we walk with the Spirit, we are abiding in His truth. We are implementing His commandments. We are seeking to spend time in His presence. And that's what strengthens us and helps us to be disciplined in knowing the truth, right? Believing what's true, calling upon what's true, standing in what's true and firm when the enemy tries to come at us with lies and tricks and temptations. Um, we need to not only know. Our enemy, like we talked about from the very beginning, know our enemy and know ourselves. But we need to know and be disciplined enough to walk with the the spirit because it really is a discipline. It really is a discipline to deny yourself, to deny the flesh, to turn away from temptation. But that discipline, and I talk about this all the time all the time on the podcast. So y'all probably have heard this a billion times, but our disciplines develop into our desires. So you might not be desiring doing the right thing because you have found so much gratification from the things of the flesh. Um, But as we begin to discipline ourselves to deny the flesh and to deny those things and and actually store up truth in our hearts and walk with the Spirit, um, we are going to see, wait, this is actually way more desirable than that forbidden fruit that was dangling before me that was actually destructive the whole time, you know?
0: This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network and is sponsored in part by...
1: I know that many of us are desiring freedom in our lives, whether it be from shame, anxiety, depression, healing through and processing through trauma in our lives. As someone who's walked through each and every single one of those things, and I cannot stress it enough that besides the Lord being beside me through all of that, one of my biggest areas or biggest people that I have found support in and freedom from um, has been through teaming up with a counselor, honestly. During lockdown, I personally started Faithful Counseling, if you've ever heard of Faithful Counseling, uh, which is an online Christian counseling platform with licensed therapists. um, And I started doing counseling via phone call and video chats on my own time. And it was life-giving, life-giving and transforming. I was equipped with different tools, different methods for reason and calming myself down and getting rooted and grounded in truth, not just in what was actually going on in the world when I was trying to, you know, spiral out with anxiety, but actually also being rooted and grounded in biblical truth alongside that, having those two things just paired with me, those tools and resources, both biblically and in relation to the real world, nothing could beat that. And I know many of y'all live around the world, you have different schedules, you even prefer different means of contact, whether that be a phone call or, you know, a video chat. But faithful counseling has got you. You can chat with a licensed professional today, whether it be messaging, video chats, phone calls, or even receiving biblical counseling on a specific area that you're going through, whether it be trauma, addiction, mental health, and more. They pair you up with someone knowledgeable in that area that even shares the same faith and denomination as you, so you really get that relatability and encouragement. It's super personal, insanely affordable compared to most counselors and therapists. And trust me, I know, considering that I've been going in and out of counseling since I was eight years old, and there's no shame in that. We're always going through stuff and growing through stuff. And I believe that God gave us counselors to really help us walk alongside those issues. So, whether you don't have access to Christian counseling near you, or you just want to try talking with someone that fits your schedule, fits your budget, and and knows about the area of, of trauma or healing you need to go. through, I encourage you to take that step today and just schedule a call with a faithful counseling counselor to begin that freedom journey with a friend to support you. Now you can check out Faithful Counseling today and save 10% off of your first month when you sign up using the link faithfulcounseling.com slash Kirby Kelly. Again, that's faithfulcounseling.com slash Kirby Kelly to save 10% off your first month of using Faithful Counseling online counseling services. Seriously, y'all, one of the best decisions I've ever made for myself. And if it hits your heartstrings today, I say go for it. with the rest of today's episode, I want to take a moment to mention one of our sponsors. This is a product that my husband and I use every single day, and it's Athletic Greens. So what is Athletic Greens exactly? Well, with just one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens into your water, into your smoothies, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. It's very lifestyle Friendly, meaning that whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, you are good to enjoy it. It is literally meant for everyone. Now I originally started taking it a few months back and I love to mix it in with my fruit smoothies in the morning while my husband just straight up shakes it in with his water and takes it as is. Either way, it has a really good tropical aftertaste to it. It's super delicious and it helps both of us to have this mental clarity when we start the day. But you just don't have to take my word for it. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. Athletic Greens is also a climate-neutral certified company. So not only are you taking care of your body and your immunity, but the planet as well. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you gotta do is visit athleticgreens.com slash curvy. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash to. Take ownership of your health and pick up the Ultimate
2: Daily Nutritional Insurance. That is so good. That is so, so good. And one thing that I think about, too, is that when it comes to the Lord, like it's a two way relationship, like the Holy Spirit. Well, actually, Jesus said before he left the earth that he would not leave us alone, but that he was going to send us a helper to help us through this life. And the Holy Spirit helps us to live holy. And I just think about that, that whole two-way relationship thing, because I know a lot of people, even people who are not believers yet, they don't really understand that when it comes to the Lord, it's not just us praying, like it's a two-way thing. And so if you are really struggling with sin, I think something that's really important to remember is that we must have time with the Lord, spend time with the Lord on a daily basis. Because if you're lacking that intimacy with the Holy Spirit, just that closeness with him, then it's going to be easy to try to fill all those voids with other things, with with sin in your life. For example, like if you're just, Lacking closeness with the Holy Spirit, and you're not close to the Lord, it's going to be easy to do things like go and watch pornography or whatever because you're trying to find comfort. And the Holy Spirit is our comforter. And so it's just really important that we, like Kirby was saying, walk in the Spirit so we don't fulfill the lust of our flesh. I think that's why the Lord tells us that. Like when we're walking in the Spirit, it's going to be hard to fulfill the lust of your flesh. And the Holy Spirit helps us. Avoid sin, which is so cool. It's not like we're never gonna mess up, but the Bible does say that the righteous fall and they get back up every single time. But it is just so cool. I'm gonna read this scripture verse here. Hold on, let me pull it up here. It says in Romans chapter six verses seventeen through eighteen. But God bethink that though you were slaves of sin, so it says you were slaves of sin, meaning like before you were believer. Yet you obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine to which you were delivered. So it actually says we were delivered from being slaves of sin. And then in verse 18, it says, and having been set free from sin, you became slaves of righteousness, which is really cool because through our faith in Jesus, we have now been made righteous. It's not just like, okay, believe, and then you get into heaven, but like believe, and then now you have been made in right standing with God and he gives you the power right now to live holy to live set free to to not walk in bondage which is so cool i think sometimes as christians we can just think okay like believe and then i just like get a get out of hell free card and then i can just like walk through this life and whatever and i'm just i get to go to heaven yeah praise the lord okay But, like, that's not it. Like, we have to stop just being pew sitters Sunday by Sunday and realize, like, God has given us the power right now through the Holy Spirit to live free from sin and then to go and set the captives free in general. So, I'm just like so thankful for that and thankful for that that truth. Amen. And I
1: I love that you brought up Romans 6 because um, the only verse I had written down from Romans 6 was. Uh, a few verses before that in Romans 6, 14, it says, for sin will have no dominion over you since you are not under law, but under grace. And yeah. I think that's such, first of all, y'all need to read Romans 6 and Romans 8. I feel like both of those really touch on sin and grace and freedom and redemption. Um, they're great. Or just read all of Romans. Honestly, it's amazing. Yes. Um, but it's, it's so good, it's so good. Uh, but, but I love this verse because it emphasizes, you know, the law versus grace. And I did a, a, an episode a few weeks ago about talking about like the old Testament law. Y'all should go listen to that. Um, but it's like, we are not under the law in the sense of we have to do all these works and do all these things to earn our salvation, to earn right standing before God. But it's like, we have access to the grace of God. Like when we mess up, when we fall short, it, it's not us trying to work at it again. So God will love us and God will, you know, give us free. It's like he has that readily available for you today. Like his grace, his mercy, it's new every morning and it's abounding. And, and that's incredible that I even think about like my own sins and, and areas of my life where I just fell so so hard like scrape my knees and everything like I <laughs> fell um and I was like how could I ever get back up like why would God ever want me to get back up and we get so caught up I think even feeding ourselves that own narrative because we live in such a workspace culture and such a performance-based culture and yeah. just the enemy the accuser taunting us um and I, and I want to speak to that just about the enemy being our accuser because it can be hard for us to walk in freedom because we are not receiving the grace and the mercy and the forgiveness that is there. And we just quickly listen to the loud voice of the accuser that's blaring at us, "Oh my gosh, look at you. You fell. You're a terrible Christian. Why would God ever want you? You weren't supposed to do this." Like it's just this loud accusatory voice. But it it makes me remember um the story in Um, oh, I'm trying to think of which passage of scripture. Oh, John 8, 4 through 11. Um, It reminds me of the story of the woman who was caught in adultery. And it's like, I think so often that's how we feel. Like we are prostituting ourselves out to, to sin and to temptation and seeking fulfillment and satisfaction from that. And it's as if we get caught, maybe not by a person, but we get caught by the enemy of, oh, look at what you did. And he tries to drag us before God, like, look at what they did. And we believe that lie almost of, oh my gosh, like, I I am nothing. How could God ever want me? Like, I deserve this condemnation. And in a sense, yeah, we do deserve condemnation in the sense that we are sinners. But by the grace of God, he looks at us um, and it says that in the scripture here, You know, Jesus says in verse seven, they kept demanding an answer. So he stood up again and said, all right, but let this one who has never sinned throw the first stone. Verse eight, and then he stooped down again and wrote in the dust. Verse nine, when the accusers heard this, they slipped away one by one, beginning with the oldest, until only Jesus was left in the middle of the crowd with the woman. Then Jesus stood up again and said to the woman, where are your accusers? Didn't even one of them condemn you? And she says, no, Lord. And then it says, and Jesus said, neither do I. Go and sin no more. And I love this because we see the grace of God, but we also see that call to righteousness of how Jesus, he is not here standing before us to accuse us. He wants us to go and sin no more. Yes, but he's not the one accusing us. He is the one lifting us up speaking identity over us, washing us with the words of of his that come from his mouth, those words of grace and love. Um, and he wants to empower us and he wants to free us from those things that are weighing us down that that aren't truly who we are, because who we are is a reflection of him and he knows that. And he wants to call us out of those places that are weighing us down, accusing us, berating us, shaming us. Um, and he wants us to go out and live a life That is full of freedom. That is life abundantly. And I just love that that story in scripture because maybe you've heard it before. Whoever's listening today and tuning in, maybe you've heard that scripture before. But maybe you need to hear that again, that Jesus looks at you in your shame and your nakedness before the accuser, um, ready to be condemned by God. And he looks at you with compassion and he says, I do not condemn you. I do not accuse you. Go and sin no more. Live free. Live with me. Follow me. Choose me. Um, And and that's just who our God is. And that's just amazing.
2: Yeah. It's so wow. good. I love that.
1: <laughs> that I is know. so, so
2: good. Oh, my goodness. And I love in Romans 8 how awesome. I know we're talking about Romans a lot. But mm-hmm. Romans is seriously so good. For especially real. when it comes to the topic of sin. So I also suggest y'all go read Romans. Oh my goodness. But I love how Romans says in verse well, Romans eight verse one. It says, "There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus." Who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. And I just love that so much because there's been times in my life where I've really struggled with like self condemnation. And the Lord's really freed me from that, especially like last year, just knowing like there is no condemnation in Christ. Like we don't have to sit there and condemn ourselves. As long as we're just walking in the spirit, He gives us life and peace and freedom. And the other scripture that I love from Romans, I'm reading a lot from Romans, y'all. Romans chapter eight, verses 13 through 16 says, for if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For as many as are led by the spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The spirit himself, himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God, which is so amazing. Like there has been so many times where like, again, just with struggling with self-condemnation, I was like, Lord, like, I just feel down. Like, I feel like, you know, there's times I felt like if I didn't work or, or do certain things for the Lord that he didn't love me, but it's so cool that the Lord loves us. Like he loved you even before you were saved, even before you believed, which is so cool. And he says, there's no condemnation, no go and sin no more. And he has given that us that freedom from sin. So praise the Lord.
1: Praise the Lord indeed, that's so good. Whether you're moving into a new space or reimagining the one that you are in, sometimes we need a bit of inspiration for the environment that we are in. This year with my home space, my office space, I've been trusting Jenny Kane Home to inspire me with curating the space of my dreams. I love keeping things fresh and up to date because I find that in decorating and setting the tone for a new or an old space with fresh designs, I feel more creative and I tend to be more active in that space as well, especially being someone who works from home 24 7 that's super important to love the space that you're in and jenny kane home's aesthetic has innovative ideas and designs that have helped me to do that now one piece that i am absolutely obsessed with within her collection is the harbor sofa and sectional like look it up please look it up it is a dream like super cozy and plush but also modern and simplistic which is definitely my vibe I personally think that the sofa is one of the most important pieces in a home because it's central to community. And being a hospitable home, we want to have pieces that are just as inviting. Check out their linen shades, including natural linen, ivory linen, and charcoal linen. They are amazing, incredible, adorable. You can also join Jenny King Rewards and enjoy exclusive perks and benefits like birthday surprises and early access to new launches, plus earn 10% back on all purchases. Join today and you'll even get 100 points. But today, you can start creating the space that you'll never want to leave at jennykane.com. You can also get 15% off of your first order when you use code CURVY at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J E N N I K A Y N E.com, promo code CURVY. Jennykane.com and use promo code CURVY. Well, I do want to leave us with a few things as we begin to wrap up. The first one being um, some homework for y'all. Because I'm not going to read this whole thing. I could, but we're wrapping things up. Um, but I want to encourage you guys. Hannah mentioned earlier how it is a, we're in relationship with God. Um, and it's a two-way, two-way street with our relationship with God. And I think the same goes for for facing temptation and overcoming sin, Um, Like, yes, God actively defends us and protects us from things that we don't even know half the time. Um, But I know that he also equips us for the battle. Um, He equips us and he also instills within us, you know, he's given us the gift of the Holy Spirit. And one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit, there's multiple fruits that come with the Holy Spirit. It is the fruit of the Spirit. So we have access to all those things. But one of them um, is self-control. You know, yeah. there's something that we have to do in terms of disciplining ourselves, as I spoke of. Uh, and I want us to really reflect on after this podcast, if this is something you are struggling with, and you will at some point um, or face at some point, uh, read Ephesians 6, 10 through 17. Uh, it's the armor of God. And and God shows up faithfully He is always there. He's always bounding. He's always going to equip us. He is faithful. But our part in this is we also need to be strong in the Lord um, and put on the full armor of God. We need to suit up in truth. We need to be be in the word and be able to wield that as a weapon when the enemy comes at us with lies. We have to be able to deflect that with truth. Um, Go and read that whole thing. It talks about different ways that we need to every day actively suit up. Like if we are living on a battleground where we are always constantly at war, then we always constantly need to be putting on armor just in case the enemy attacks from any which way. And so this is a great way that you can daily, even if it's just reading this in the morning, even if you have five minutes reading this in the morning and then being able to spend quality time with God, maybe another time during the day, if you don't have a lot of time in the morning. I don't know, figure it out with God, but read Ephesians 6, 10 through 17 and put on the full armor of God. And the last thing, um, That I want to say, and then I'll throw it over to Hannah so she can give us her final thoughts with the podcast today. um, is Mark 9, 43 through 48. You can read that as well, but I'll paraphrase. And it's basically that section of scripture that talks about if your hand causes you to stumble, cut it off. If your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off. If your eye causes you to stumble, pluck it out. Like it's better to, you know, be be cripple and lame and to have these things cut off and removed from us than to basically enter into hell. (laughs) Like it's better to to cut those things off. And so um I think that's something that we need to need to assess in our life that, you know, there are things in our lives, there are hands, there are feet, there are eyes in our lives. I'm not talking literally but metaphorically, you know, there are things that we're handling, there are things we need to let go of, there are things we're walking towards that we need to stop wandering towards. There are things that we're looking at and we're setting our eyes upon. that need to be removed. Like we have to uproot areas in our lives. um, And we need to get rooted in Christ because the fruit that is producing from these roots that are rooted in wrong ways of walking and unrighteousness and wickedness, is producing bad fruit in our life. Um, We need to uproot those things and God will give us the grace and the strength to do it. But we need to identify those things and be active to call those things out to allow God to come in and help us to uproot those things and to walk in discipline so we can begin to walk in desire because he loves you because he cares for you because he doesn't condemn you because he wants to see you walk in freedom he's a good God a loving God um but sometimes it hurts to to rip out those things that are actually causing us more harm than we know um so that's just my last encouragement I want to leave y'all is to identify those things. Invite God in and know that, hey, it might be uncomfortable, it might hurt a little um but when you weigh the 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 cost of righteousness and the cost of freedom and the cost of walking with Jesus and feeling that weight lifted off of you it's it's so worth it. It's so worth it to go through that uncomfortable phase of denying oneself and getting rid of the things that are surrounding you that are actually destroying you and not giving you life.
2: That's so good. Oh my goodness, that's fire. (laughs) Well, I just want to leave you guys with this as well. um, And just give a little bit, really quick, just give a little bit of my own story just with freedom from sin. I was just thinking about it. And like, I remember in high school, like I was walking with the Lord But I was battling a lot with just like lust and just thoughts. Because, you know, the Bible says if you even look on somebody with lust, you've already committed adultery with them in your in your heart. And so I was battling with that and just a lot of spiritual warfare. And you could think, okay, like spiritual warfare isn't sin, because it's just the enemy attacking you. But the enemy was discouraging me a lot. And to me, if you are accepting that and coming in agreement with that discouragement, you're not 100% believing what the Father says about you. And so I see that as sin when when you're just not, you know, believing what the Lord says. And so the Lord, as we're talking about all of these truths, as the Lord started teaching me these things and I started to see like, I am no longer living on the defense, I'm on the offense. And Jesus has given me freedom from sin and freedom from the kingdom of darkness. That is when I really started to walk in so much more freedom, so much more joy in the Lord, so much more peace. When I realized like, wow, like Jesus has freed me from this. I'm no longer bound. And so as soon as I know, like Jesus said, you shall know truth and the truth shall set you free. And so when I came in agreement with this truth, with what the scripture says about who God says I am and the freedom that we have in him that's when i started to actually obtain freedom from those things and so i think that's really important to remember and i'm still learning i'm still growing the lord is still sanctifying me and setting me apart and i think it's really important that we just allow the lord to continue just to sanctify us like he sanctifies us he sets us apart at salvation but to continue just to grow you he wants to see you walk in wholeness and we keep saying freedom, but he wants to see you walk in freedom. And so allow the Holy Spirit, even if the if the Lord brings some of those things to your mind, like allow or like process that with the Lord and renew your mind with the scriptures and what the scripture says about that certain sin and what the what the Lord says about you so I I really encourage you guys to continue just to renew your mind with scriptures and I know that Kirby even gave you guys some scriptures to go and study and read but that is just so important that we stay in the word and we just delight in his word and meditate on his word day and night And that way we know the truth. And when things like the enemy comes our way or when false doctrine comes our way or whatever, we'll be firmly rooted and grounded and planted in the truth. And we know who we are in Christ.
1: Amen. So good. I agree. It's a process. We're all learning. We're all growing. Hannah and I as well. Um, And you're not alone. You're going to continue to identify these things throughout your whole life. And that's not meant to discourage you, but to encourage you that, like you said, Hannah, it is a process, a process of freedom um, and a process of hope. So be encouraged, y'all. Um, Hannah, again, thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. Um, Hannah, is there anywhere that anyone who's listening can
2: check out your content or follow you? Let us know all those things. Yeah. So Y'all, I'm on YouTube. So if you want to check it out, my name is, of course, Hannah Williamson. So if you just type in on the YouTubes, Hannah Williamson, it'll come up. (laughs) And on Instagram and TikTok, my username is at Hannah Janelle Williamson. And if you just type in Hannah Williamson, honestly, it should come up as well. But yeah, I post faith-based content on there, trying to get this generation back to biblical truth and holiness before the Lord and the freedom that we can walk in through that. So I would love if y'all would just join the community on there
1: do it y'all go check her out her stuff is good 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 and she always has really cool guests on too um But yeah, again, Hannah, thank you for taking the time to be here and pour into my audience and everyone tuning in Um, and to everybody who's tuning in. Thank you for taking the time to listen to um, our conversation today. And I really, again, I really hope and pray that you feel encouraged by this conversation, that you're not alone, that God does not condemn you, that he wants to see you freed from your sin um, and that we have to take that step as well to receiving that freedom, cutting out those things in our life that don't need to be there um, and calling out the enemy and calling upon the name of Jesus to help us as well. Uh, so I love you guys. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the Bottom and Beloved podcast. Feel free to subscribe and follow. New episodes come out every single Wednesday. Um, so whenever you're listening to this, look at your calendar, see when Wednesday's coming up. Could be today, who knows? Um, Be sure to queue up those episodes and to tune in because the Lord is doing a good thing. And I want to see y'all live set free. And like Hannah said, understanding and knowing and being empowered by biblical truth. Um, Emphasis on the biblical truth. Uh, I love y'all. I'll see you guys next week for another episode. And until then, stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe, and God bless. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to Bought and Beloved. For more information about this show, visit ConvergePodcastNetwork.com. The show is part of the Converge Podcast Network.